Oh, hello. It's uh, Paul from the ESPC show. And today with me is... Megan. Uh, it's a show with a difference because we are doing it virtually. Um, and here we are. And there's a reason for that, isn't it, Megan? Yeah. So our guest today is from a little bit further afield than usual. We're going to be joined by Marie O'Neill, who is based out in Dubai. She's a relocation expert and she's going to be talking us through basically the process that's involved in move, moving to countries in the, the UAE um, and yeah, everything that you need to know about it. Absolutely. And it's an area that we know that there's a real interest in. I mean, we did an episode on Spain, which was really well received. And we thought, well, we're next. And we, we've heard a lot and we've had a lot of inquiries about Dubai. And so we thought it'd be quite good to talk about that. So we're going to hear about Dubai, United Emirates and maybe some other places. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, this is our chat with Marie and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Okay, guys. So um, uh, as we mentioned in our intro, um, we are joined by Marie O'Neill, who is co-owner um, and managing director of EER. Um, welcome, Marie. Uh, you're going to chat to us about um, relocating to Dubai and all that's involved in that, that process. So I wondered if, first of all, you could just tell us a little bit about you and your business. Okay, great. Thank you, Megan. And thank you for having me on. Um, delighted to be here. So, yeah, my name is Marie O'Neill. I'm the co-owner and managing director of EER, uh, a relocation, immigration and corporate service provider. Head office is located in Dubai, but operating across the Middle East. We've got an office in Dubai, Abu Dhabi and Riyadh. I've been based in the Middle East for 16 years now, originally from Ireland. Um, we offer services in UAE, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Qatar, Bahrain and Oman. So basically anybody looking to relocate to the region from setting up a company to residency options um, and then the relocation side of either buying or renting a property, finding schools, education for their children, settling in, that we can assist with all of that. Wow. <laughs> so basically, anyone that's moving there, they need to speak to you, really, don't you, Marie? <laughs> exactly. And we've been doing it for 18 years. So we're well experienced and, uh, yeah, have, have dealt with a wide range of clients from all over the world and different cultural backgrounds. And, yeah, we're, we're in an exciting location that's booming at the moment and has been for the last few years. Yeah, but we're going to come to that. I mean, I think let's let's dive into that. I mean, we were talking, I know we've had chats previously just about the sort of, we'll, we'll describe them as hotspots. I mean, everything's hot out in the Emirates, isn't it? But um, uh, both climate-wise and property-wise. But so is is it Dubai and Abu Dhabi? Would, would you say they're your two main areas that, that you operate in? Yes. So traditionally, Dubai was the hotspot and the main area and where mm -hmm. our head office is. Um, and we also have an office and do some work in Abu Dhabi. But well, the hotspot in the last year, and I think the next five to 10 years to come, is definitely Saudi Arabia and Riyadh. But in regards to property um, and I suppose high net worth individuals, private clients, Dubai is definitely the hotspot at the moment. And, you know, we've seen a very positive trend and a huge influx since really since after COVID. Um, so you've, I suppose, the property market here, you've two tiers. You have your super, you know, high-end deluxe side where we have private clients, high net worth individuals coming in from all over the world. And as a result of COVID and then the Russian-Ukraine crisis um, and the launch of a lot of new residency options here, we have clients coming from a lot of clients from Europe, UK, Russia, India, Pakistan, um, looking at Dubai from a real estate market purchasing property um, and moving here and living here for several reasons. And, you know, from a property perspective, 
you know, it's it's a good market to invest in at the yeah. moment. But high net worths, you know, traditionally they invested here, but there's been a shift in the last two to three years and since COVID where they're actually coming and living here and using Dubai as a base and a home. Okay, and, that's a big and shift. For several, yeah, several reasons. It's, you know, safety is is number one and is coming up a lot with our clients that they're, you know, they want to move to Dubai for safety reasons from several cities around the world. Um, the economy is very good here. You know, there are lots of, you know, very positive in investment opportunities, very low level of tax. The lifestyle, you know, it's got a very good lifestyle, good weather, well, at least eight months of the year. Um, so there are a lot of positives. And from you know, property market, there are a lot of deluxe high-end properties available here. Um, and in regards to, you know, square footage, what you get for your money compared to other major cities in the world like London or New York, you probably get three times the size here uh, for the amount of money you would pay, especially in the high-end deluxe side. Wow. <laughs> You're selling it well. Let <laughs> me come and see you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and and look, I've been here 16 years. It's a, and I suppose I've just spoke there about the private client high end side. That's one side of the market, and the deluxe side, and you're, you know, you're looking at properties anything from, you know, two million pounds up to 100 million pounds for properties. And we mm -hmm. recently had our most expensive penthouse sell here for 110 million pounds on Pam Jamera. So that's one side of the market, but then you have your other side of the market where you have, you know, your middle class and working people, you know, like myself that have mm -hmm. come here many years ago or are new to Dubai and are purchasing properties. And, you know, you're you're looking at, I suppose, anything from 600 pounds to under 100,000 up to 2 million pounds. That's kind of the average for, say, a two to three million villa. Um, and property prices, you know, have increased a lot in the last three to four years. You're, the deluxe side, they've increased, you know, 40 to 80 percent. Um, the kind of middle class side, then they've increased from 20 to 40 percent. You know, for example, I bought a villa 18 months ago and it, are, it already has increased 20 to 25 percent in value. So it is a, a very active and in, in increasing in value market. But you know, if we all had that crystal ball, who knows in the future? And I think if you look back at Dubai and, you know, from a real estate perspective, it has as it has its ups and downs. The market, you know, it is very positive here. There is high demand. So we don't see the property market dropping, but, you know, we don't know. And in the future, it may correct a little bit. But if it does drop, it'll be 10, 20 percent. You know, as as I mentioned earlier, you know, major cities around the world go, it's still undervalued mm -hmm. um, and you get more for your money. So it will come up again. It's just a cycle um, that yeah. happens. Yeah. And as you say, it's uh, when you compare it to other capital cities, absolutely. And as you say, the crime rate and everything else and and, and the way that the, the, the thing has changed. And, and as you say, Saudi Arabia, I think, will go down a very similar route in the future. Yeah. Yeah, we've just spoken spoken about um, the the market, um, but I wonder if do you see any kind of seasonality or anything with the market over there? We, we've started to notice that the seasonality is kind of coming back in over here, but I wondered if that was something that yeah. Well, in this part of the world, well, it's starting to slow down a little now. Obviously, Christmas, New Year, but mm -hmm. the May in the summer here, so kind of June, July, August, it does drop off a bit because a lot of people leave the Middle East. Um, they can't really handle the 50 degrees plus, so uh, they get out of here. So you kind of have September to May as the, 
the the highest you know season and the most active time of the year with a little drop over Christmas and then during the summer it will drop off but you know traditionally there it used to be more seasonal and you'd see a big drop in the summer but the last few years it's been pretty much active you know throughout the year um and the demand and popularity is there good so and, and so talking of demand then how just in terms of somebody that maybe is approaching this and um you know we've had people from ESPC that have um left and have, have, have gone over to Dubai but how is it to buy a property then what what is the, the process over there Mary? yeah so as cities go it's actually <clears throat> quite quick and relatively stress-free and if you are a cash buyer and the property is not mortgaged, you can pretty much from finding a property to transfer, you can do it in one to two weeks. Um, uh, wow. If you're <laughs> looking for a mortgage, you're kind of looking at four to six weeks approval. Um, and then if the property is already mortgaged with the current owner, then you're looking at really one to two months for you know a transfer and everything to go through. In regards to fees, it's a 4% land department fee the buyer pays along with a 2% agency fee. So that's 6% you will pay as the buyer. Yeah. The, the seller doesn't pay anything. So again, as you know, cities go around the world, that's very competitive and it's a relatively stress-free process. You know, there's a there's a it's a very active market. So I suppose that's why it is um quite streamlined here. And it has improved a lot over the last five to 10 years. And you're looking at you know, mortgage rates at the moment here probably between four to six percent as well, which, you know, as other countries around the world, it's not it's kind of a little bit below, I would think, the UK and the US. Um, obviously they've increased, you know, four or five years ago you were getting mortgages for two, three percent, but mm-hmm. we all know things have changed in that regard. Absolutely. Yeah, that that's quite right. And just in terms of mortgages, um, would you recommend then that somebody takes a mortgage when they're in Dubai or or is that something that they do from the UK or does it depend where they're ultimately going to be working? Yeah, it depends where they're working. Like you can get expat mortgages from the UK for here, but it's a little bit harder and you may not get, you may get 60%. So mm-hmm. here you will get 80, 85% if you've okay. been in permanent employment for a certain amount of time and you have your salary certificate and your pay slips, et cetera. But you know, there's the, the deluxe market here. There are a lot of cash buyers in, in the UAE and Dubai and, I think it was something like 40% last year of transactions were cash transactions. So globally as well, the trend for cash transactions is quite high here. Um, and that's the deluxe end mainly, but your, I suppose, middle class end, then it mainly would be mortgaged. Um, sure. And anything from, yeah, 50 up to 80, 85% um, under a mortgage. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Well, we've kind of touched on on prices, but I, I wonder if you could maybe talk us through um, what type of home you could get for different kind of price um, yeah. structures. So you're kind of, when you look at pricing here, like you're looking at, I suppose, about £80,000 for your cheapest, at the, the lower end. That would be, say, a studio one-bedroom apartment. Um, and then up to probably you know 2 million pounds that's the kind of the average area and your middle class area and you're looking at you know if you're looking at a 3 to 4 bedroom villa in a nice community you're probably looking at 600,000 pounds to 2 million pounds depending on you know there is huge variety here depending on location 
quality of the housing, um, you know, the community, is it established or not? Um, and then the distance from, we call it Shakeside Road is the main road here and it's closest to the beach and the water. So the nearer you are to that, the more premium your um, your your properties would be and the higher the price as well, because, you know, traffic has become a bit of an issue in Dubai, especially the last six months. So there are a lot of newer developments further out in the desert. You will get a lot more for your money, brand new, you know, good quality, but then you'll have your distance and your traffic to deal with. So anything near to Shakeside Road is a premium. Um, and they seem to be more well-established areas as well with a, you know, a community established around that um, and obviously a, a higher price on that. But there is, you know, there is huge variety here. As I said, anything from £80,000 up to two million, and then your 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 deluxe end, yeah, is kind of there's no end to it at the moment. Seeing yeah, hundred and ten million uh, pounds for a property a few weeks back. That's incredible. You know, we we celebrate to say the two million. So you know, it's it's like it's. Been, I think yeah. it was it was up there. There's still a more expensive penthouse sort in Monaco or London, but it's the top three yeah. in the world now for um yeah property prices. Yeah, but as you say, first time eyes can get on the ladder. There is a, there is, as you say, even though it's a studio, which is certainly more than you're going to get in London. Um, and I think that from memory, I remember going to Dubai, I've been a couple of times. Is it a tram service or a rail service? Very efficient, isn't it? You know, the, yes. The and it, well, it's a, a driverless rail system. And, so, yeah. you know, it, it was quite limited, but they've extended that mm. and they've plans to extend it more as well to go further out. Um, so, especially if you're living, you know, near Shakeside Road and a lot of the like typical apartment areas, which would be the most popular Dubai Marina, the Palm, downtown, everything, you would have access to the, the rail system. And, you know, taxis are quite popular here as well and not as expensive as, the, as they would, say, be in the UK. And everyone seems to drive in Dubai and, you know, households tend to have at least two cars. So hence the traffic problems at the moment. Yeah, I remember going for a run, didn't see anyone. <laughs> I didn't see anyone <laughs> on the pavements, which is fine because often I'm in their way. So it was it was nice. And yeah, so in terms of areas then, uh, where would you what's the up and coming areas? I, I actually we maybe we should just talk about Saudi Arabia just a little bit there, Marie. Yeah. So the in terms of areas in Dubai for property, the up and coming mm -hmm. areas. So I suppose look, from an apartment perspective, apartment living. You know, somewhere near the water is always popular, like your Dubai Marina, um, Jumeirah. Downtown is also very popular. It's near, it's the DIFC area, which is a whole banking district. Um, and then from a villa perspective, you'll be looking at Emirates Hills, Arabian Ranches. They were all the typical kind of areas, but areas that are being worked on now at the moment and kind of advanced are Business Bay, Dubai Hills, you've got Arabian Ranches 2 and 3, uh, Jumeirah Golf Estates. And then, you know, you have, they would be the main ones. You have a lot of new ones coming up then further out that you'd have obviously distance and traffic issues, but they tend to be kind of the main premium areas that people would look at and expats would have a preference in living in. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and then when we think about Saudi Arabia, that you believe will become an emerging market in the next sort of Yes. Five yeah. So... Look, what we're seeing is we're working with a lot of corporates and global corporates that are bringing a lot of people into Riyadh at the moment. And 
the the Saudi government have mandated if you want to work with the government there, you have to have your regional head office based in yeah. Riyadh. So a lot of companies that were head office in Dubai are now re- moving their regional offices to Riyadh. And we're seeing a lot of movement of staff from Dubai to Riyadh. Um, and I think, look, you know, it's more from a corporate perspective at the moment and bringing in employees. There are you know, building cities, building, you know, mega projects in Saudi Arabia, and they just need the manpower and the people there to facilitate that and to get to their 2030 vision. Um, so I think the next five to 10 years, we'll see a lot of movement of people going in from a corporate perspective. I don't think you'll see for a long time yet, you know, your private client, high network individuals, Dubai still has that lifestyle appeal to it. But, you know, Saudi Arabia is changing and changing very quickly. So who knows in the future? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, that's great. Thank you. Thank you, Marie. I guess speaking about the future, Marie, what would you say then is the outlook for the market maybe over the next 12 months or or beyond? Yeah, I think, look, if we're looking at Dubai, you know, Dubai seems to always kind of, you know, defy global trends and has done for, for many years. And it's, you know, always launching new initiatives and, yeah, for, from an from the economy perspective and also from an immigration perspective, you know they've launched a ten-year golden visa, which has been very popular and attracted a lot of people in because they've that security of living here for ten years. So it is it is very positive. You know we're seeing people you know from all over the world wanting to move here, even from a, a remote working you know remote nomad um, perspective. People are choosing to live here and work remotely for their companies. Corporates are coming here. They're expanding here. So, yeah, it's. I believe it's very positive that the, you know the demand is there. People are coming in. We're seeing it from a, a relocation company. We're seeing our corporates bring in people. We're seeing private clients come here. So I don't see that trend changing. And I think you know you know politically in the rest of the world and economies in the rest of the world you know aren't so good in 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 many countries at the moment, which. Again, Dubai is benefiting from. We're seeing, you know, a lot more Chinese look at the market and coming mm-hmm. in as well, and especially from the deluxe high end. And we think, you know, twenty twenty four could see even more of that trend. Um, so very positive. Um, I think for the the region as a whole, Dubai from a property perspective, people coming in and Saudi, you know, opening up and growing and building um, as much as they are. I think, you know, it'll just help the region in general, in general, overall, in general. Okay, no, absolutely right. And again, we're not trying to encourage an exodus here, but it's a it's a pretty liberal taxation regime as well, isn't it, really? Yes. Well, we've no income tax. We had a, a new corporation tax for the first time this year, 9%, which still is very low <laughs> as a, a global standard. And it was actually taken quite positively, the introduction of corporation tax. It kind of, you know, aligns Dubai with the rest of the world and just gives it, it gives a better image to it. Um, but yeah, as taxes go, it's very minimal here and a nice lifestyle, nice standard of living. And really COVID was kind of the highlight of that, I think, from how well it handled, you know, the situation. And a lot of high net worth saw, you know, Dubai handled COVID very well and it kind of brought the spotlight on Dubai, good infrastructure, good medical facilities. And yeah, people have been looking at it ever since. And then with unfortunate events in the rest of the world, it's it it has become a more attractive location as well because of the economy and being very stable. 
Yeah, absolutely, Marie. So if somebody uh, is listening to the show and thinks, actually, I'd like more information or they'd like to re- arrange an inspection or come out or just talk, are you happy to, to make yourself available, Marie? Yeah, always. Look, we're we're always happy to have a call with somebody, um, answer any questions they have, give you know initial advice to them. It can be daunting, but this is our speciality. This is what we do you know, on a daily basis. We help people move here. So we'd be very happy to talk to anyone if they even just have a few questions they're looking to explore, maybe, yeah, always happy to have a call and and speak with them. Brilliant. I'm sure people will find that very, very reassuring. And we know, as I say, you're connected uh, through the relocation network with lots of global providers. So absolutely, you know, you you know your stuff. And I say you've been there a long time. So you've seen this market, you've seen a change. So absolutely. Thank you. Well, there you go. That was was Marie. Um, 50 degrees in summer. Wow. Uh, but certainly, I think what we picked up there was that you know it is a it is an area that's in real growth. It's changed dramatically. It's 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 more of a relaxed regime than it was. Uh, and, and I think I was really encouraged that you know eighty thousand pounds get you on the ladder. We shouldn't dismiss that. It's a lot of money, but ultimately, it's it's achievable for some, isn't it? And the fact you can go over there and get a mortgage over there, have a smaller deposit. Okay, you've got those taxes, but even so, it, it's doable, isn't it? Yeah, and, and then I think you've got to think as well, as you mentioned just at the end there, they have a bit more of a, a desirable taxation mm. uh, model, so you might be paying... I think we need to suggest that to the Scottish Government. I think yeah. maybe just... <laughs> was it Something 9% you mentioned? Yeah, Let's nice. scrap all the other bands. Let's just go with a flat nine. But, but yeah, absolutely. Um, and interesting, as we say, Abu Dhabi and Saudi Arabia's going to come good and years to come phenomenal yeah i thought that was it was really interesting and um yeah just even obviously at the start um marie mentioned more high-end properties um but also yeah as you said it, finding out that it's you know there is a market for for more affordable properties there and you get a bit more for your money there than you get you would get in the uk absolutely so inclusive absolutely okay well i think we you know that was our first virtual did enjoy that. I, I must say it's nice to sit in the studio, but but I think we we, we got there, and hopefully our listeners um, are, are okay with that. I thought Marie was was absolutely knows her stuff, and I thought it was great that she's made herself available there to you know to anyone who wants to have a chat. So we'll post those that information won't we, Megan, in the uh, in the notes at the end of the show. Yeah, that'll be in the show notes. Um, and yeah, uh, we this is actually our season finale. So this is our last. Not, not a not a spot of tinsel in sight at this end or your end, which is a bit <laughs> grim. But yeah, we just want to say happy Christmas and and a very prosperous new year, and, and all the best to you and your loved ones for twenty twenty four. Yeah, absolutely. And we will be back with season three. Can you believe it? Uh, in February, we're going to take January off. Um, we've got our um, ESPC live stream, which actually this, that episode will drop in the podcast feed um, on the, the 1st of February. Um, but the event itself goes out live on the 31st of January. So um, you can be sure to tune in to that as well then. But uh, as Paul said, I hope everyone has a lovely Christmas and New Year. And um, we'll see you when we get back. Absolutely. And thanks again, guys, for everyone that's listened this year and for your feedback. It's really helped us and it means so much to us. So we really, really do appreciate it. But yeah, absolutely all the best, as they would say, on Merseyside. And we will catch you next year. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.